Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the very first edition of NS9 NFT. I guess uh, to talk a little bit about this, starting a new stream, potentially every Friday-ish, every other Friday-ish, we'll see how it goes. But talk about NFTs, because I don't know, I'm starting to get into it. And I have a guest with me today, because if there's no one better right now to talk about than NFTs, it's Tong from Trash Cats. Everyone welcome Tong from Trash Cats. What's up, Tong? What's going on, man? What's going on? I'm not sure uh, I'm the most qualified person to talk about NFTs, but I'm probably the most qualified person that you can get on this show, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, I'll put it this way. You are the sole reason I'm into NFTs, so you're the one I'm holding responsible. Okay. Does that work? Okay. Just don't, don't spend your life savings and then blame it on me. <laughs> well, <laughs> after, after this morning, maybe. Um, but no, for real. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you're doing? Sure. Uh, so as Denaro said, my name is Tong Nguyen. I am one third of, uh, Trash Cats. If you don't know what Trash Cats is, we are, um, basically a team that, uh, we stream, um, video games on Twitch. Uh, but recently we also started getting into NFTs and we have a weekly show, um, that covers mostly NBA top shots, and that's on our YouTube, youtube.com slash trashcats. We're actually on all social media uh, at trashcats. So, um, yeah, follow us, subscribe if you guys are interested in, in Warzone or, uh, or NFTs. Uh, go subscribe. There you go. So, that's it. You're just with trashcats. Yeah, that's basically. I mean, that's like the fun part of my. You don't want to hear about the the mortgage banking part of my life. You don't want to hear that. Oh, so so nothing to do with PodHub then, right? Oh yes, we are also part <laughs> of. I am also part part owner <laughs> of the PodHub network, which Trash Cats is on, and also North Shore Nine is on. But yeah, yeah. X X partner of PodHub. My bad. <laughs> I mean, really, you can't even go ahead and plug that for us, Tom. My bad, bro. I thought. I mean, you're you're the CEO. I thought you were gonna. Slide that in in an intro, I guess not. No. Anyways. Anyways. No, but for real. So we are going to talk uh, today about NFTs, talk a little bit about sports betting as well, maybe potential, what they both can bring to professional sports and organizations. Um, and then we're going to open some packs. So that'll be at the end. I have two NBA Top Shot packs to open right now. Yeah. I'm not going to open very, any packs. I'm, I'm gonna very my excited. Packs for- uh, tonight on our show, but I'm excited for you. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. So I guess the story about NFTs, me, you, right? So you, mm-hmm. I think, introduced me. I heard about NBA Top Shops. I'll put it this way. I heard about NFTs, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't know exactly where it was coming from. I heard about NFTs. Yes, I made fun of them. This thing is stupid. Why are we uh-huh. buying GIFs, right? Basically, ba- videos why are we buying videos that i can find on twitter on anywhere on the internet right now for free why am i spending thousands of dollars to get one or i should put it this way why are other people spending thousands of dollars to get one i sure as hell ain't so i didn't really get it you talked to me about it you introduced me to nba top shots and i tried to get in try to get in it's in beta couldn't do it finally got in try to get packs couldn't get packs <laughs> don't laugh tom I was like, it was the worst luck for me ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like now you're seeing NFTs everywhere. It's blowing up. There's there's horses, there's eggs, there's 
Tops is now in it, which that was a failure, I'll say. But um, why don't you tell everyone who doesn't even know what an NFT is yet, what it is, and maybe why people are investing in them? Um, so basically, kind of the, the very, very, very high level overview of an NFT is basically it's a, a digital asset, right? It, basically, that's a simplified uh, description of it. It's a digital asset that you you own, and you when you buy it, your your ownership is basically written into uh, the ledger on a blockchain on whatever uh, technology that it's based off of. Um, so your ownership is written into that ledger. You're the owner of that digital asset. So whether it be you know NBA Top Shots or you know a piece of art or anything um you own that digital asset once you buy it and you can collect it and just it's just like any other collectible um that's physical right um the value that comes from that asset is uh oh my god my cat just jumped up here what the heck does, um, does your cat come in an nft right. as well no no you don't want this cat in nft um what was I saying? Yeah, so basically the the value comes from what people um you know are willing to pay for it just like any other collectible, right? Um so basically that's just how it works. You instead of um owning it physically, you own it on on the digital side in the the metaverse as people say. Cool. So we got all the boring stuff out of the way. So yeah. you've bought into that and I'll put it to you this way like I mentioned You've you've made me kind of buy into it a little bit. All right, so I, I'm past the. There's this a dumb video that people are buying thousand dollars for. Mm-hmm. And may, I'll put it this way: maybe I'm not so much past that all the way, but I see that there is actual value because I see people spending money on this. So I'm good. I mean, if people are going to pay money for it, that's all I need to hear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like think about GameStop. You know, like no one yeah. really really believes in GameStop, but if I'm able to make some money on it. I believe in GameStop. I mean, it, people, are, everybody's in it for uh, different reasons, you know? Like, a lot of people are in it just like you to, you know, maybe make a, a quick buck, um, you know, and flip them. Other people believe in the technology and and the, the, uh, the value that they have as collectibles going forward. So they're going to buy and hold for, you know, 10, 20 years or whatever, just like, baseball cards or, or anything else that's collectible um so i think that's fine uh, the market needs both sides right to be a healthy market it needs buyers and sellers um so i think that's fine if you got if you're in it for that that's fine if you're in it to collect that's fine too well and i'll put it this way so uh, you make a good point um like someone could have said the same thing about baseball cards right and we'll make that comparison you know like, like 30 years ago people would have said baseball cards are dumb but I'll get to make a quick buck, whatever. But people found value and there is value, right? Mm-hmm. So like with this too, I'm looking at it. Like I might think right now at this stage, it's it's kind of silly. Like maybe people thought 30, 40 years ago that baseball cards were kind of silly as well. But regardless, there's value and people hold value. So even if I feel this is silly right now, I do see that there is value in it. And right. I do kind of make the comparison, even though it's not tangible, it, like there's that weirdness to me as well. You know, I made a mm-hmm. joke with you guys the other day where I put my phone up on my wall to like showcase my NFT. Like you can't do right. that. You know what I mean? Like if you have an autographed photo, right? I have some baseball cards. And I want to show them to you. 
I could present them and say like, hey, here's my card. Look how cool this is. Yeah. With NFTs, you're like, well, I have to log into this app, take a picture of it, and send it to you. And you say, oh, I saw that last night on TV. <laughs> right. But so it's different in that. I mean, you're just you're just comparing uh, Top Shot. We're talking about Top Shot right now, right? Basically, sure. the yeah. highlights and stuff, whatever. We'll, we'll just talk about that. But um, if you think about it, right? Think about what what society is going towards and what the future is. And everybody's lives are going to be digital. You know, like your your life your life right now is on this phone. It's on this phone, right? So in the future, your assets are going to be on here. It's not going to be physical. It's going to be on here. If you want to show somebody, hey, I have this cool collectible, you're going to pull this up and there's going to be either a library or an easy way to just pull everything that you collect digitally up and you can showcase that. Or there's going to be um, you know, something that you can set in your home right maybe you own an nft of a painting you hang that painting up in your house but it's not going to be an actual painting it's going to be like a, a screen or something with the nft showcase there so it's the same thing you know it's just you can't hold it physically but in the future like w- are we going to have like physical assets other than you know like the house we live in and stuff like that but everything that we consume right now is moving towards digital so the only natural progression for collectibles is to move that way as well. You know what I mean? Right. No, I mean, that's, that's a, a very good point. And I think what you're really trying to say is, I mean, clearly it's not as if like the digital world was something new to us. Right. Right. But I, I feel like this is, I'm not going to say light years, but this is kind of like the big push of, like you're saying, like the, the, the digital world, the movement like of collectibles. You know, we've had avatars online that we've had lives online in a sense, right. right? But like, I think I feel like this is like you can definitely see the way the future is heading. Everything you just said is absolutely correct. Makes a lot of sense, and that's what this is. This is like the first time I think in a lot of people's lives where it's really affecting that sense. Like they're taking out the actual physical world of our hands, and we are going digital. Yeah, and and right in twenty years, you're right. Like this is going to be normal, I'm sure. And that's where yeah. people are finding the value. I mean, if you get on this now, in 20 years when this is the thing, I mean, these could potentially be the Mickey Mantles, you know, the, I don't know, like the, the historic Honest uh, Wagner that's going right, for millions yeah, of dollars right now. Exactly. You know, like, oh, wow, you have this car? Like, no one had this car. There's only 30 of them. You know, they were first right. released. And now you got it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's that's the exciting part. And... You know, because right now in Top Shot, there's maybe 300,000 users, mm-hmm. but there's a lot less than that. Oh my God, this cat. Ruining the show. Get out of here. Um, Ruining it or about en- enhancing it? I don't know. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Know what's on my the amount of calls we've had. Right, conversations, uh-huh. all these streams we've had together. I've never even known yeah. you had a cat. Yeah, well, there he is. I don't know what's on my desk. There's something on my desk that he wants, but I don't know what it is. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so there's 300,000 users on Top Shot right now, and probably a lot less than that are actually active and collecting. So when you look at the that number, and then you look at the numbers of, of moments that 
are minted in each like moment, right? So let's say the most common are 35,000. And that seems a lot right now, right? There's 35,000 of them out there, but like you said, when this market matures and there's millions and millions and millions of users, 35,000 is not a lot. Right. So even if you collect these 35,000 moments of like LeBron or Steph that for cheap right now, in the future when they retire and there's millions of users on Top Shot, those can be worth a lot of freaking money. Like a LeBron um, rookie uh, car just sold for like $5 million the other day. Mm-hmm. And if you compare that to the scarcity of uh, the most rare LeBron moment on Top Shot, it's way more common. Um, the card, the physical card is way more common. So if that sold for $5 million, think about what the most rare LeBron Top Shot moment can sell for in the future. Right. Because the, the most rare, there's only like 40 of them in existence ever. So if you have one of those... How much is that worth in the future? <laughs> I mean, we don't know yet. That's why yeah, this yeah. is definitely an investment. But if you are buying this and you have that insight, right? And again, like I, you have really got me to buy into this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I do see that side. And you're right. I mean, like of 300,000 people, a lot of these, I'm not going to say it's easy to get those type of cards, right? But it's, you have a better chance of getting some of these cards. Even like yourself, you have some pretty cool cards. I don't have any because NBA Top Shot, uh, like Shadow Bam me, it feels like. They didn't let me in any of these in these drops. They hated me. Now I'm finally getting it. But it's like you've gotten some cool cards. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not that hard to get when there's only 300,000 people. But like you said, in the future when there's 300 million, you're not going to be able to get these type of cards. You know, and like yeah. someone's going to need, someone's going to be collecting these type of series. And they're going to need that one card. And if it goes for $10 million, I guess it's going for $10 million then. Or 15 or whatever. Because we look at the Hannes Wagner ones, we're like, how are you spending that much money on a piece of cardboard? That's old. You know, not even that good condition, but it's because there's none out there. You know, mm-hmm. they're so scarce. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about scarcity. And that's another thing about trading cards that um, NFTs are, I feel like, superior to trading cards in, in the way that um, you have to when you have a card right it's even if you have a rare card it could be not worth as much because there's a an error in printing or you know some some sort of flaw in the card right and then on top of that you have to send it somebody and pay them to grade the card for you to tell you how much it's worth and on top of that you don't even know how many are out there because you don't know how many are still in packs you don't know how many are have been destroyed or lost or whatever you know it with a with an nft everything's visible everything you know how many are in existence um you know how many are owned you know Mm -hmm. um, there's a marketplace for it you know how many are for sale at a certain point in time um so it's it's way more efficient to me than, than like a physical just comparing like um sports cards to the sports nfts and that's a good point. That's something you told me about before too, which it does. It makes a lot of sense. You 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 know the exact market. Right. You, know, you can only guesstimate what this card is worth based on what you feel is, you know, how many that's out there and stuff like that. And of course, mm-hmm. good condition. I mean, that's the thing about these two. These really aren't gonna go in like bad condition. Like you can't bend an NFT. <laughs> You're not gonna lose them in a house fire or whatever, you know. So like they'll always be there. I mean, I hope, unless something happens with the black the blockchain or 
right <laughs> technologically you know side that happens but like you always know exactly what's out there and everything so that really helps and dictates the market precisely and also you can see that's the cool thing about this too like you can see all the previous sales everything you know so yeah. as a collector as a seller you know, I don't know what I have right now on these cards. I go to a sports collector, but like, you know, well, you give me this and they say five bucks. I'd be like, all right, cool. And right. now I just gave away a thousand dollar card. Right. Yeah. There's so, no way to, to, well, there's no easy way to check, right? How much a card is really worth. Um, I think that's a problem with the, with the card market. So uh, if you're not knowledgeable, you can really get taken advantage of. Right. Um, or, of course, you, you send them to, like, PSA or whatever and get graded and all that. Like, you can spend money to do that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if I just had a car and sold it, I would never know. But in here, I can always check and see when, you know, the last ones were sold. Right. And I'll know exactly what I want to put up for. And there you go. Exactly. And you kind of cut out the middleman. Yes. Yeah. You're not paying somebody to tell you how much your, your item is worth. Which right. Or selling is... it to a seller to then sell it. I mean, you're, it's all an open right. market here. Exactly. Exactly. All that's right. uh that's uh this is one more point that's uh you bring up a good point about cutting out the middleman because that's really what nfts are about especially in the creative world in the art world you the the artists uh musician stuff they're now cutting out the middleman and they're basically um you know selling their their intellectual property personally right so there you don't need uh somebody else to like to sell a record for you you know, right. you don't need somebody else to sell a piece of art for you anymore. You can make an NFT of it yourself and sell it, and and you still own that, and you get a hundred percent of that money, which is great. I think it's great for creators. There you go. So I guess we'll pivot here. So Tops, as mentioned, did get into it. Um, I was all about it. That's why I even created the show. I'm like, all right, you yeah. you you really take care of Top Shot, right? You're the NBA guy. I'm the baseball mm. guy. So why don't I get into Tops? Sure. Tops opened theirs up on April 20th. I was ready to go. Tong, I bought five packs at $100 a pop. You purchased, I believe, what, three? Three, yeah. So it was, and the order was, I got five, you got three. And then the, the, my co-host here, Jim on NS9, he also got in. He purchased three after all of us. I got my cancellations you got your cancellations and jim of all people got them i'm still pissed 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 no idea how he got them so a complete failure right tom uh on our part yeah i mean it it, the sad part is they tweeted out and they're like hey if you got charged for this you're gonna get your packs eventually right and then they refunded everybody (laughs) and nobody got packs so it was uh yeah, definitely a frustrating experience for sure. Yeah, for sure. their site crashed. They're supposed to go live at what one or one thirty. It crashed. They said it'll be coming back up an hour later, which it did. And as soon yeah. as everyone hit purchase, it crashed again. I yep. just kept smashing that refresh. Then it came up. It allowed me to purchase. I got my confirmation. Good to go. And then nothing. Not good to go. But what I'll say. So think about this. So tops, which. I mean, they're a big company, but I'll say when you look at NBA Top Shot, it seems like they got their <laughs> ish together. Top seems, if you're going to say, or if you're going to compare, like, if one's more millennial based and one's more boomer based, mm-hmm. I think we know the difference, right? It's yes, the millennials are more NBA Top Shot or Gen Zers even. 
and the boomers are tops, right? And it, it worked that way too. I don't think tops was ready. It didn't crash. But what I will say is the good thing about this is I think it still shows and proves that like there's definitely value. People want this. Oh yeah, the man is huge. The man is huge, especially. I mean, you look at the the physical baseball market, baseball card market, right? Right. Like that that user base or fan base is huge, and they they they're all willing to you know kind of venture over to the digital world. And so, even though Tops kind of flubbed the the um, initial release, it's not a flub. <laughs> uh, I I think that. They have, there's a lot of potential there still. A lot of potential. And you look at the market, you know, these prices are going up. They're not going down, you know. Not People People all. are buying these things and, and it's causing the market to go up. Which is why I'm super pissed. Because right now, those packs that were for 100 bucks, as I mentioned, they're going on the market right now for about a grand. Yeah. So yeah. I could have easily made about $4,500 right now. If I would just held on to them and just sold the packs unopened. Right. And that's not even talking about what's inside the, you know, in, in the packs. Exactly. So again, that tells you there's certainly value in NFTs. Um, <clears throat> so I guess, and kind of talk about this, like, do you, do you see like the NBA is tied in with Top Shot, right? Yeah, they get a piece of revenue. Right. So you know, we're always constantly talking about with sports, you know, professional sports leagues and stuff about revenue streams. You know, do you really potentially see like NFTs becoming a very, very valuable like revenue stream for these organizations? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Especially sports leagues and um, how they're doing the NFTs right now. I think um, I read an article the other day. I don't remember the exact number. It was, but it was in the hundreds of millions. Um, how much the NBA has already gotten from uh, from uh, Dapper Labs? And, and once again, top shots, three hundred thousand users. Yeah, three hundred thousand users. Mm -hmm. Imagine once this does blow up, and let's transition this a little bit because again, part of the show is talking about, like you talk about how NFTs are the future, right? Something that also is possibly the future is like sports gambling, sports betting. Mm -hmm. You know, just yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was Charles Barkley who's talking about he was talking to an NBA owner who more or less just laughed at TV revenue streams. And he's like, we're not even going to need this anymore in a few years. The way sports betting is, we're good. Think about that. Like that's especially if with this my base being more major league baseball, right? The life mm -hmm. of a baseball team is like the TV revenue stream. That's all we talk about, right? The Dodgers, they get two hundred million dollars a year. They can do their salary, their salaries just on that. That's it. And people are laughing at revenue streams now. That sports betting is a new wave, and now we have NFTs. And like just look at this. So like, there's there's an article here. I have the link in here. But it's talk about Pennsylvania uh, sports betting, which, you know, that has been legal since 2018. And the way that's growing, right? In 2018, the revenue for sports betting was $2.5 million. In 2019, it grew to $111 million. 2020, $269 million. Just in tax, state tax revenue alone, Pennsylvania made $81 million. Yeah. The money that's out there, we're talking sports betting. We're talking, and, and like we're not even close. Like we haven't even like on both of these with sports betting and NFTs. This is just the start of a huge movement. Yeah, I mean, I believe. I mean, now we're seeing Bally's right. Bally's has taken over all the Fox Fox Sports South. 
Like that's mm-hmm. the TV network there, Bally's. Right? You go to Vegas and you can place bets in game. Yep. Like eventually imagine and it's going to happen because it'd be dumb if it doesn't. That sports betting opens up to all these states. The revenues for these teams, the organizations is going to be just blown through the roof. Oh yeah, and they know that. Look at look at just the uh, the recent change in position in the NFL, right? Um, yes. I don't know. I don't know about baseball, but the NFL, they were all against sports betting, like all against it. Um, and then you know, last year, two years ago, like okay, let's let's bring it. You know, let's partner up with FanDuel and, and DraftKings and, and get this thing done because they see they see the money that's coming in, and it's going to happen whether they want it to or not right you know so might as well might as well get in on it you know why not get in on it yep yep i mean it's legal and that's why i find funny too baseball was like the same way i mean you heard years and years we can't let pete rose in the baseball hall of fame right and baseball is one of the first to partner too they're like all right let's do it but what i think is in most baseball ways they they did it but half-assed you know it's like they've partnered but they haven't really done anything special with it where the nfl is like all in all in. Let's yeah. do this. It's Let's in the stadiums. This. It's it's yeah. Right. Crazy. You're you're gonna soon you're gonna be able to bet on games in professional stadiums, Donato. Yes. While and you're there's at the stuff game. out there now whereas I'm starting to see where like in play. And that's what some people are talking about, like baseball. Someone mentioned this, like baseball is the perfect sport for sports betting. Because it's so oh, this was Adam Silver said it. Again, when Adam Silver is giving you information, listen. Adam right. Silver is talking to Manfred yeah. and said, you're in the perfect league for sports betting because it's so slow paced. You can have like in place sports betting. Like mm-hmm. you can place a bet on the next at bat. Right. It's going to be a striker or a ball, you know? <laughs> right. RBI or not home run or right. not. I mean, think about where you can go with this. Yeah. All right. So I don't know. I'm kind of excited for both things. Definitely excited for the NFTs. Is it time to open some packs? I'm down. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. It's going to be a failure. All right. So this is my NBA Top Shot account. So just so everyone, here's some of my moments I already have. I guess for the people that don't know, this is what you collect. These are the AKA cards, right? The moments. You click on one. Let me pull up your stream so I can see. So there's, so there's John Collins. He's dunking the basketball. And like many of you, like I did, you could say, well, great. I saw that on Twitter three nights ago for free. <laughs> Why am I paying money for this? And as mentioned, so if I want, here you go. I can place it for sale. I can see right now there's 1,100 more that are being sold. And if I click on it, I can see right now the lowest ask for this card is $38. Here's all the available ones for sale. Right. See how easy that is? Look at that. If I want to sell, I already know what the market is. Here's all the serial numbers. Of course, like most, the lowest, the better. And that's how you can sort it. So there you go. So this is NFTs, everyone. All right. Let's open some packs. Get it, Nardo. All right. So the base set, the first one that came out this week.
and just to set everybody's expectations like these are base sets so they're common moments you're most of the time you're just going to get a kind of uh not great moments in these you, you don't expect to get like um like a lebron or anything thanks tom but um but it does happen does and since right so that's the expectations and since it's me who got it it's going to be even worse because all my cards suck all right so we'll close we'll this know, one man. first that's the fun part all right here we go tong let's get it oh that's a good cereal that is 2471 all right i'll take it yeah. a second i got us oh i think i got this one already tell the other one I'm about to. I think he's a rookie too. Peyton Pritchard, yeah, rookie. That's yeah. the other, that's the only rookie I have. I think it's this one, except the nice. cereal's better. Right. <clears throat> All right. We'll do this one now. All right. Alex Lynn. I don't even know who he is. Okay. Oh, no, I do. That's a good one though, because uh, that's a if it's the serial number's twelve thousand, that means that's their first Top Shot moment. Oh, um, okay. So that's going to be his first Top Shot moment. That's going to have uh, a badge. Perfect. So that's a pretty good one then. Yeah, pretty good. Okay. For a common, of course, right? Right. Right. For a common pack. This isn't going for $5 million. No. You're, Alex Lynn is not ever going to go for <laughs> $5 million in any world. All right. I see Kevin Durant. Hey, that's a good one too. This is a good pack. 33. I mean, that's a terrible cereal, that. but I'll take it. Yeah. Again, for the base pack, this cost me $9. Right. And right. that, I mean, that's like a $30 moment right there, I think. Okay. So I've more than made my money on that. Mm hmm. All right. So there's my first pack. Pretty decent. That's, a rookie. It's his first moment in Kevin Durant. Yeah. For a base pack, that's, that's a big, big win. Big W. Nice. Doesn't All get right. much better than that. <laughs> Sweet. All right. And then, yes, so here's... Actually, let me do this real quick. There's the Peyton Pritchard. Yeah, they're the same. Some other ones, 24,000. This one's... What was it, 1,200? Oh, 2,000, 2,400. Yeah. All right, so I got a double there. Last pack, Tom. Let's get it, man. Let's get like a double or something. I really like a good rookie moment. All right, I'll do the same order. I okay, that I don't know who that is. Zubak. I'm going to try to pronounce it. Ivica Zubak. Yeah, he's been in the league for a while. Uh, you know, good role player. Yeah, nothing special. Okay, and twenty twenty five hundred cereal. So we'll move on. What to say about that one? All right, next one: cereal. Oh, Thaddeus Young for nineteen hundred. Nothing special. At least I know the name. So yeah, Thad that. Young's a good player. Also been in the league for a while now. Yeah. So this is, this big, is um, more your common pack then, right? Right. The last one was a little bit better than expectations. Yeah. The last so one was uh sorry somebody's knocking on my door, um, 
yeah, the last one was like probably as good as you're going to get in terms of one of these base packs. Gotcha. Last card. Ooh. $34,899. Like, it almost literally doesn't get any worse than that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. You know what's Three funny, point. though? If you would have gotten, like, 35000 like, the last, the last mint is actually worth a lot. Really? Yeah. There's more value uh, if you, you get the last one. Nice. It's pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. So, nothing special there. Right. But I guess, so where's my moments? So to kind of check here, so like the the, the Kevin Durant. Yeah, check I the Kevin Durant. I click on that. Mm-hmm. I see what's available. 23 is the lowest ask. Right. And that right there won't pay for both of your packs, right? That's true. $9 I mean, each. $18 for each pack, or I should say for both packs. So that pays for it right there. Now, the cool thing about this is, so that's why I do also find value in this, right? Is because what they do, and this is how they're smart, they have challenges going on. So like right now, which I did complete the challenge for people to see. So you could get this card as a reward. So as in, I was going to say Adam Levine. It's a Zach Levine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Zach Levine cool cat card which is a little you know valuable right this type of a card Mm -hmm. so if i'm able to have these five cards down here i'll get it right now luckily i did have this one already i had a purchase but what happens is now because these cards right they're like very generic cards but now because Mm -hmm. they're attached to this to get this reward for free the values go up right yes yeah they skyrocket like you know three four times so, like, typically, it's DeAndre Jordan would be for, like, 8 to $10, right? Right. Yeah, it would be, like, a... Yeah. Right now, the lowest there. ask, 35 Yeah. So, that's why it's also, like, even though these other cards I got aren't that great, there's reasons to maybe hold on to them, right? Because you can either... If you keep them all, right, there's potential you can get a free reward. Or mm-hmm. you, if you don't need that reward or don't really care about it, you can sell these cards for a lot more money than what they're normally worth. Exactly. So what you again are finding is there's still value in collecting these, even when the cards aren't that, that great because of how NBA Top Shot is really, if you want to say, would you say they're kind of helping and dictate the market? It definitely is uh, in the short term, right? Um, because once the challenge is over, the, the cards go back to their, um, the value that they had before, uh, you know, right. uh, DeAndre Jordan, uh, as people start selling them off and it goes back down to seven, $8. Uh, but definitely in the short term, um, it, it dictates the market a little bit. It's uh, at least for you know that little sex, section of cards that you have to collect for each challenge. Um, right. And that's the same for uh, the other challenge, like the other high end challenges too. But it it also depends on the player in the challenge, right? Like if it's a high value player, like let's say you have LeBron challenge. Yes. That would really manipulate the market because everybody's going to go for that. So the demand's going to be a lot higher and the and the price of the, the moments are, are going to rise a little bit more. And that's why you also have to do the math, right? Like how much is this reward going to be worth after I get it? Um, and how much of these other moments that I have to buy are going to be worth after I get the reward? And that has to balance out, right? Because you don't want to lose 
all your money um, afterwards and have to sell these these moments for five six dollars when that Zach Levine's going to be worth twenty dollars. You know, <laughs> right? You want to spend two thousand dollars to get a hundred dollar card, right? You don't want to do that. So the yeah. uh, the challenges are good to do. You just have to be careful of uh, which ones you do and which ones uh, have the most value, right? And so, as you can see, like some of these other ones have better cards in the challenge. Like, obviously, this Kemba Walker is for $300 right now. So, yeah. So, pretty cool. So, there's my cards. As mentioned, hopefully, we'll have tops to open up here in the future. Yeah, I don't know when the next one is going to be. They haven't uh, really told us anything no, after the they, drop, you know? There hasn't been really they much They told us something. They had the drop. They were like, eh, sorry about your luck. Yeah. Yeah. That was about it. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see, man. Tops is uh and the like I said, the potential's there. They just gotta fine tune some things. For sure. Well, Tom, I really appreciate you coming on here. Thanks for talking with everyone about this. And as mentioned, we'll definitely be on again maybe every other Friday. We'll see how many uh drops I get if there's any reason to open up more and stuff. But um yeah, thank everyone for watching this as well or listening on the podcast. Any last words, Tom? Uh, nope. Just go follow Trash Cats on social media at Trash Cats everywhere. So Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, everywhere. Go follow us. There you go. Appreciate it. All right. We're out. We'll catch you guys later. Bye-bye.